Blog Talk Radio.
citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We work for a we highly funded yet official government agency. agency. Our mission, our mission, is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. On Earth. We, we, are the black. Know the difference is between you and me. I make this look good. And the hits just keep on coming. It's awesome, baby! What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is Coach Kyrie, and you are now rocking with the best. We're getting ready to get the party started real live and direct tonight. We're running a little behind, but we're going to have all types of fun. And you are really, really, really tuned in for a spectacular, spectacular show Tonight, as only we can do it right here at Coach K Radio. But you know, tonight is not a makeover. It's a takeover. That's right. Some tree is in the building every second and fourth Tuesday of the month right here. We've been going on three years strong. Woo! When we talk about it, we talk about it. This is the best health care you've never heard of. And tonight, I got one lined up for you. Tonight's show is all about anger management. But I wanted to make it a little specific about anger management and where does anger come from? And your refrigerator, could the foods that you're eating or harboring in your refrigerator, like harboring a fugitive, are you harboring some food in your refrigerator that makes you angry? We're getting ready to find out. I know one thing. You know I'm going to be talking about kale tonight, the angry lettuce. Oh, the angry lettuce. Why do they call it the Should I be putting something in my mouth? That I call that that's got a nickname called anger, and we're gonna look at some refrigerators tonight and analyze what's in there and their contents. So if you're on YouTube and you want to watch me and see the see the show live, go to CoachKRadio.com. Otherwise, I'm glad you're here on Blog Talk Radio with me tonight. We're gonna get the party started right now. Get ready to open the microphone because I cannot do this by myself. So my host is with the mostest. He's in the building tonight. He's been uh, acupuncture. He's done Chinese and natural medicine, body talk. He's an engineer. All of these things for over 14, 15 years. He's a scientist. He's also a symptometrist. He's also the director of the American School of Symptometry. Y'all can put your hands together for my main man, Dr. It's awesome, baby! Dr. Abbott, con- uh, congratulations and welcome to the show. How you feeling tonight? Oh, I'm feeling fine, Coach. Three years on the go. That's amazing, man, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. This is uh, our time that we've been going for, for this amount of time. It just only seemed like yesterday that we, we really got started here on um, Coach Kyrie Radio. Hey, well, we're getting ready to jump. We're getting ready to jump right into it because I want them to get right to the facts tonight. I want to know this thing about anger. Where do people where do people hold anger in their body? You know what I'm saying? And where does it come from? That's what I want to know. I know you can talk about the body and talk about emotions and the energy it emits. 
So we got to go ahead and get on this thing. Where does anger come from, and where do most people hold anger at in the body? Well, Coach, you know, anger can can hold its its place anywhere in the body that um, there's any type of blockage or or weak point. But I, I know for, for many years, uh, you know, the liver seems to be the place that anger is housed. And, um, you know, and the liver is, is responsible for so many um, of our health, um, conditions of our health. And, you know, in this society, you know, through celebrations, weddings, parties, just uh, daily activities or after work, you know, what do people reach for? You know, distilled spirits, adult oh. beverages, beer, oh. and things like oh. that. All right? And so we already know that that is a enzyme destroyer. It, 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 it quells the enzymes. So once the liver is being compromised, now an individual, and, and more than likely these these things are made out of with lots of sugar and and other foods that are high in potassium, okay? And potassium blocks to the cortisol, so now we're not producing proper amount of electricity. And an individual at that point, whether or not it's a pain, it could be just a sensation or a signal that's blocked, but at that point the body is now not communicating the way that it should. And alcohol is one of the main culprits of it. And I know in our society, you know, people use it in all types of, you know, events and activities, but, you know, and that's one of the things that's in the refrigerator. People put beer in there, wine, alcohol. But uh, that is, you know, where is it housed? You know, just just pick a point and um, wherever the genetic susceptibilities lie, whether it's in an individual's liver, in their heart, um, in their kidneys, um, that's where anger can take take up residence. All right, all right, all right. Um, so we also, um, is it possible... Well, you know, now I'm gonna go ahead and just bring in the bring in the heat. Let me go over here and get ready to bring in the the founder of Symptometry himself, because I got some questions for him. We've already established where anger keeps itself and what are some of the things that we do that like inflames it or destroys enzymes. I want y'all to put y'all hands together for the founder himself of Symptometry, Dr. Maxwell North. It's awesome, baby. Good evening, Dr. Nardi. Thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, good evening, sir. And uh, good evening, Dr. Albert. And uh, good evening to your distinguished audience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, Dr. Nardi, I, I, tonight, now I know you You say, what is what is Coach Kyrie going to come up with next? Because tonight I say, you know, sometimes the foods that people are eating we talk about the dendrites don't fire. And you say, well, what are you thinking? And I say, well, I know the food that they're eating are not letting the dendrites and the, and, the, and the electrical chemistry is not operating correctly in the brain. But I want to talk about anger because in the news lately, they've been talking so much about people doing things out of anger. 
They've been whooping their children out of anger or calling it discipline. They've been having uh, bouts of domestic violence. And I wanted to know if they if we change some of the things in the refrigerator, could it be possible for them to quell these energies of anger? What are your thoughts on uh, anger and the foods that we eat? Uh, is there any type of correlation in your research? Yes, 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 there is. And um, uh, even when I was in Houston over the weekend and um, um, I I connected uh, apple juice with uh, irritability and anger, an explosive anger. Uh, by explosive anger, I mean the tendency even to destroy something before coming down. You know, that is explosive anger. And uh, shortly after that, uh, I mean, two different families came and told me that they have a problem in their family. And it, what I said was true and that it was affecting their children. What can we do about it? And they called for consultation. I checked, I checked, and uh, their, their names are there for consultation on Thursday. Uh, well, there's a connection between um, what you consume and, uh, and and irritability, anger, you know. And not only that, it spills uh, into uh, it, it, it spills to other other mental problems and emotional problems. Uh, for instance, okay, if you continue from there to hatred, hatred for no reason, you know. Yeah. Then from from there it will lead to jealousy. You know, unnecessary jealousy, vicious jealousy. You know, it is from one thing to another, to another, to another, to another. And by the time you realize you have been overcome completely by the negative energy. So, yes, there's a connection between the food we eat and uh, and our and our mental health and our emotional health. Uh, when I first started symptometry, um, uh, I used to go to uh, people's houses, and I used to make house calls. And uh, but the reason I stopped making house calls was in 2004. I mean, there was this man who was very very sick, and who had a snake, who had a snake pet uh, in his living room, and I felt so uncomfortable. And then I said. I call it quits. Uh, since then, I never did house calls again until today. Uh, uh, it was very good, very beneficial for me to make a connection and then let the loved ones also see the connection there so that the loved ones participate fully in the recovery of their sick loved one. So it has been very, very effective. If, if it had not been for the snake, I would have continued this today and I would have made this part of a, a standard practice in symptometry, you know, but uh, no more because of what happened. Yes, there's a connection. Yes, there's a connection. If that is the answer to the question. Thank you. Okay, well, uh, we're going to start by going through the refrigerator. And since you started with apple juice, normally we keep apple juice in the door of the refrigerator. So let's start. Let's look in the let's look in the normal household's uh refrigerator door and let's look at some of the items in there. So in the door of the refrigerator, I know there's some apple juice in there and uh you talked about that and there's some V eight, 
There's some V8 in the in in there and some olives and some olive oil and a diet coke and ginger ale. That's just a sample. Can you talk about uh how do those affect, you know, somebody could be looking in their refrigerator right now and have those items in the door. Those are pretty normal. How do those yeah. Uh, contribute to anger or low or negative energy in a person's life. Okay, you may look at you may you see um, you may look at anger, but at the same time to look at the reverse of anger, you may look at indifference, you may look at uh, insensitive insensitivity, you may look at um, 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 uh, distance. Distance from society, you know, uh, not not being antisocial. You see, when you are looking at anger, you are looking at somebody who is who is who who is that who is completely dissatisfied with a process, and could react violently um, at the least um, opportunity. That is that is anger. But you know, there are other situations too that uh, make. Uh, people around the, the individual very uncomfortable. V8, what is it? You know, uh, okay, that is tomatoes. Okay, what is what, what is tomato? It's very acidic. Tomato is is acidic. And what does uh, what does acidosis do? It denatures the enzymes. The, the enzymes that are used uh, to produce serotonin, you are you are destroying these enzymes. A person who is angry is a person who is not producing serotonin. You know, serotonin makes you calm. It makes you very reasonable. It helps. It makes you to to, to pass good judgment, reasonable judgment. It also makes you uh, opinionated or judgmental or necessarily judgment, judgmental. No, that is the role of serotonin. And what is the V8 doing? It is denaturing the enzyme that is helping to produce serotonin. Mm. You see, so well, this is why. This is why I would not recommend that people uh, 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 drink V8. Oh, it is healthy. It is healthy. Who, who, whoever told you that it's healthy? Whoever told you that? You see, if, 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 if the result, your consumption, is not what you expect or what you anticipated, then the person who theorized that consuming V8 is right will, will, be, will be wrong. Mm. I don't recommend that anyone drink V8 at all, but it should be on the store. It should be on the on the shelf because the purpose of life is to help us to make choice, make the right decision, and it is there to test your intelligence. You know, if it's, if if you if you fail the intelligence test, well, you'll be very angry, and your anger could could, could result in separation or divorce or arrest and detention or imprisonment. Depending on the the gravity of the of the offense. Now, uh, when you talk about health, we have to. I want to go back and revisit and reintroduce our callers to the definition, and I'm going to give it my best shot. Health is the reward that the totality of ourselves bestows on a person who aligns the desires of their mind. With the needs of their cells. Did I get that right? 100% correct. That's correct. Now, the key word here, where I think there's a lot of indifference, uh, is the needs. 
Some people don't know the needs of their sales. The needs of their sales, to me, is the key word in health. Reward, totality, sales, alignment, and needs of the sales. I think a lot of people put things in their mouth just because they taste good and they want to feed their parasites. What do you think about that, Dr. Nardin? That is true. That is true, you see. And uh, uh, they, they satisfy their palate, you know, and uh, th th that is wrong. And that is at the detriment, to the detriment of, the, of your own cells. Um, if you do something that hurts your cells, your cells are going to deny you health. And how will they deny you health? They are going to deny you health by not producing the right neurotransmitters and the right neurochemicals. They are going to deny you health. And then you live a chaotic life and you pay a hefty price for leading a, a chaotic life. Now, you're right, which like you said, then all of a sudden the cells start retaliating and start attracting negative or disagreeable instances, and they're trying to get your attention. Uh, precursor, to, they're trying, precursor to some disease coming in, they're trying to get your attention and say, you're not properly nurturing us. Is that correct, Dr. Nardin? That is correct. You see, the... One thing you have to understand about one thing you have, one thing you have to understand about the cells is the cells want to remain here. They want to be on this planet because there is nowhere else for them to go. Mm. So they are very happy that they have formed a human body and they are working in unison, in complete harmony for that person. Now, hand go, hand come. It's a two-way street. This is what we are doing for you. What are you doing for us? Wow. And if we, are, if we are spending all this time to help you to grow, to help you to go to school, to help you to make the right judgment, but you are not giving us anything in return, all right, we are also going to teach you a lesson. And before we cease to exist, we will make sure that you will be destroyed before we cease to exist. And let me tell you one thing. We may cease to exist, but the DNA and the genes in us will never, never die. So you will be gone. Your name is Maxwell, your name is Peter and all that. You will be gone. But we will be here and we'll serve the next person. Wow. Now So you better learn quickly. <laughs> you better learn quickly. So now, this right here is the age of information, right? This is the Aquarian. We're in the Aquarian age, so this is information. So if you don't take heed to the information, then there is no excuse for pain and suffering. So, exactly, yeah. and also astrologically, the planet Uranus, which is knowledge is in the sign of Aries, which is yourself. So when you put the planet of knowledge in the sign of yourself, it means knowledge of self. That's why we are doing this show. It can't. This show started when Uranus was in Aries. It continues because Uranus is a far-out planet, and it's trying to give us a subtle influence to have more knowledge of self. One thing I want to know is, Dr. Nardi, this is an old question. I know you, I'm going to lead him, I'm leading back into the refrigerator, but I want to ask you this. How many minerals are in the human body? 
there are 26 minerals, and out of these 26, two of them don't have to be don't 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 need to be replenished at all because they recycle they recycle they recycle themselves very very easily and very very well. These are molybdenum and vanadium. This is why these two should not be in what we consume. Uh, they will be so redundant that they will become uh, health disruptors in the human body. There are 24 that we need to be replenishing. Some of them periodically, others have once in a while. Uh, but uh, vanadium and molybdenum, no, we don't need them at all. You know, you can, you, 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 I, I continue to live without vanadium and molybdenum. You know, and I'm very healthy without vanadium and molybdenum. Now, because, now, uh, now, 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 now so at, out of 26, out of 26, there are 24 that you, you have to you have to consume almost every day. But uh, two, we don't need them at all. Now. What about, well, how many minerals are there on the earth? My many... God, I mean, there are so many, there are so many that they are still discovering some more, you know, and now even they, they finish, the, uh, they, 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 they run out of names, they call them element one, element two, element three, you know, okay. they call one okay. californium and all kinds of things. You know, there are so many, there are so, so many of them. So, so does the body, because they discovered some more minerals, does the body need any additional minerals outside of the 26 that it came with? No, no, no. It does not need it because uh, those who went before us, um, 5 million years before us, uh, 5,000 years before us and all that, they all use the same 26. They all use the same 26. So we cannot say that, okay, now we are more advanced, now we are crazier, and all that, okay, now we need about 30 or 35 more minerals. No, it's the same foundation. The, 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 the human mineral foundation consists of 26 minerals, and that's it. So what happens when I start adding some more minerals because I say, ooh, this mineral sounds heavy. I saw this mineral on a commercial on TV, and they told me that this mineral was a miracle uh, flash in the bottle, lightning in the bottle mineral. It's going to make me do this and it's going to make me do that. What happens when I start adding extra minerals that I, to my to my 26 minerals? Am I creating um, a, a genetic cocktail? And if I am, can you explain what that is and what type of uh, reaction my body is going to respond with? Well, it depends on the kind of minerals you are. It depends on the kind of minerals you are adding. If you are, if, if you are if you are, they are minerals with very stable, very stable isotopes, and they are minerals with very unstable isotopes, you know, and the minerals with very unstable isotopes, uh, radioisotopes, these are, uh, these are the radioactive uh, minerals. Uh, I, I would not recommend that uh, it should be in the human body at all. And uh, if it is in the food you are consuming, well, uh, beware of the consequences, because when, for instance, there is a nuclear meltdown, and uh, the herbs, the herbs, the, the leaves, and the barks of trees are absorbing all this in order to in order to uh, clean the atmosphere. I mean, look at what happened in Ch uh, Ch Ch Chernobyl. Uh, look at what happened in Japan. You know, all these things, all these radioisotopes were were absorbed by the plants that were in the neighborhood. You know, for for miles and miles and miles, sometimes three miles, four miles. They just kept absorbing this, absorbing and absorbing. And if this is what you are going to eat, if this is what you are going to consume, well, 
um, they will not be metabolized. They will not be processed properly. As a result, they will become cell trippers. You know, they will start causing tumors, tumors in different parts of your, of your body. You know, and I'm treating, I'm treating a, a young man now in a, in, a, in a country not too far from the United States who can, cannot absorb water. You know, no, no osmosis is not taking place. So finally, I got him now to absorb water because I gave him, I gave him something, I gave him a, a particulate that is made of, uh, of, the, of the raw material of glass. And that is what is helping him now to absorb water. What did he do? He was consuming, he was consuming uh, 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 raw foods uh, uh, six miles away from Chernobyl, you know. And he thought it, he, he thought it was uh, well. Raw food is good to, to eat raw food. Well, this, this was what he was doing, and then uh, and then now these are the consequences. The man is about 26 years old, and uh, he he's so dry. He drinks water like, uh, like more than a cow, but he cannot he cannot get water into his cells. Finally, we have symptomatic has helped to turn the corner. You see, so if you are if you are consuming if you are consuming all these minerals that are not supposed to be in the body, but because the human body is consists of minerals, well, you don't know you don't you don't know anything about the human body. You don't know anything about modern nature to start with. You don't know anything, you know. You are just you are just being tossed by the wind. Mm, okay. Now, what? Now let's go back to that refrigerator again. If we see that we got some tomatoes in there, tomatoes go with my salad, and my salad is in the bottom of the refrigerator. And my lemons, I put lemons on my uh, on my salad for my salad dressing. You know all the all of the, uh, you know, the the healthy, so-called healthy uh, recipes say I could just use a dash or a splash of lemon and put it on my lettuce and my tomatoes. Can 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 consuming lettuce, raw lettuce and raw tomatoes and raw cucumbers and raw avocados on my salad can that lead to me be uh, having anger issues, Doctor Nardi? Yes, yes, because cucumber, cucumber, that's true. The, there's very little difference between cucumber and olive oil in the sense that cucumber has molybdenum, olive oil has molybdenum. So you are consuming olive olive oil, you are consuming cucumber. Now, the lettuce you are, the lettuce you are consuming, what is it made of? What are the minerals in the lettuce? And where was the lettuce plucked? Where was the lettuce harvested? You have no idea. You have no clue. And you are eating it raw. Well, you'll be very gassy, you know. You'll be burping. You'll be burping gas all night, you know. And you you could be bloated. All this is because of mineral overload. There's a price to pay for mineral overload and acidosis. But it's, but it's organic. It's organic it, and it's GMO-free. There's no GMO. Well, it is, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is organic. It is organic. If you, are, if, 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 if you knew more about modern nature, you will not be blowing the word organic all over the place. Organic simply means it does not have any man-made chemicals or no, no, no man-made chemical was paid on it. Uh, and then it has a natural way to protect itself from, 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 from pests. But organic does not mean it's going to change the chemical constitution 
of the plant. Woo. It does not mean that. <laughs> it does not mean it's going to change the chemical constitution of the plant. Therefore, it does not mean that it is satisfying a need of the cell. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. Mm. That's why you have people who. That's why uh, I, I shook. I shook. I shook somebody's hand today. In, uh, I mean, and uh, I, I would not like. I would not divulge his, uh, his profession. But I remember when I was at the Nation of Islam uh, during the health uh, during the health fair. I was in a booth, and he was in a, a booth. I think two booths, two booths away from me. And I saw him today, and I shook his hand. I mean, his hand was hard like something, hard and chaffed. I mean, you see, here is here is here is a person, a champion of organic food, organic eating. Yeah? And look at look 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 at the condition of the palm of his hand. And you say this is healthy? No, 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 no. Osmosis is not taking place in the person's palm. So this is this is only what I saw about uh, what I found about his palm. What about his feet? You never know. So to say that to, to say that you are eating organic and you are ingesting all these minerals, and these minerals are, are, are blocking are blocking osmosis from taking place in different parts of your body. I mean, you are predisposing yourself to cataclysmic health problems. Woo! Cataclysmic. Okay, well, let me, in my salad, in my in my salad, some people like to put a few almonds. So, some people like some cashews and some almonds, or they may use the almonds and put them in a food processor to make a dressing, and they're keeping all that in their refrigerator. Do the cat Can the cashews and the nuts? Lead to anger uh, issues or uh, or indifference or separation um, in a person's life, Doctor Nard. Yes, yes, yes. Not not only that, it will predispose also the person to to to, to lumpy tumors, to, to 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 fatty tumors, or to or to or to or to harden harden tumors with heavy metals in the tumor, very hard tumors. You know. So it's so now. A person who has a tumor and that tumor is not going away, and the person is already irritable. What do you expect the person to? What do you expect the person's emotional reaction to? The person has a condition that he cannot cure, and that condition is an embarrassment. And then, the person is not producing serotonin. The person has memory problems in addition to all this. The person is sweating buckets, and the, the, the sweat is smelling like garlic. No perfume, no deodorant, no, no deodorant can, can help this person. And then you are going to crack a joke with such a person. Well, you be very careful if there is no broken text to you. Ooh, okay, well, let me move past the salad. I'm going to skip over the main meal. I'm going to just go to dessert. I'm going to go to dessert. And so, you know, in the refrigerator is some good old blueberries and strawberries and grapes. Because some people say, well, I need me a smoothie in the morning, Dr. Nard. I'm going to get me a smoothie. I'm going to get me a nice, healthy smoothie in my refrigerator. I'm going to drop some grapes in here, some strawberries, some uh, some blueberries. I'm going to put a little kale in here. I'm going to put a little kale in there. 
and um and a little yogurt and I'm gonna put a little agave in there, you know, because I wanna just mix all this up together because I don't have time for breakfast. And, you know, these are what they call superfoods. I know a superfood has got to be good for me. Oh, and they got a little got a little kiwi in there too, I forgot. You need a little kiwi in there too. And uh and maybe a little bit of and, and, and you know we gotta put a little splash of lemon and maybe some uh maybe some grapefruit. 'Cause I just wanna put all of it in there. I don't you know, it it just it's all good and it's all from the ground, so let's just put it all in there. Well, don't forget the kale nice now. Yeah, I got the kale in there. I got some kale because the kale and is my spinach. cream. Well, yeah, I might have put a little spinach in there too because I want some chlorophyll. I said, I said it's the only place I can get chlorophyll. So, <laughs> what do I what do I have there, Doctor Nardi? I got all this out of my refrigerator. Um, is this contributing to me being cool, calm, and collective, and having peace? No, in my- you, no, no, no. You, you you can lead you can lead a controlled mental situation. A controlled mental situation. There are many people who appear to be very controlled in public at home. They are as wild as a lion. Whoa. <laughs> These are pretenders. These are pretenders. They know how to play the game. These are pretenders. They pretend to be nice and sweet at home. They are the most terrible husbands ever on this planet. And mm. this also applies to women. You know, very snappy, very nasty, downright nasty. Because they are not producing neurotransmitters and neurochemicals because of what they are eating. And then when they sleep at night, they drool. They wet the pillow by drawing the map of Australia and Africa combined. <laughs> mm. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, some people may think that I don't need neurotransmitters. I never heard of a neurotransmitter. I'm eating superfoods. I'm eating organic. All natural. I, yeah, I'm eating all natural. So why do I need neurotransplant? I mean, neurotransmitters, Dr. Nardi. What do I, what do I need with a neurotransmitter? Well, we, we we've been through we've been through this we've been through this before, you know. These are people who are just existing without knowing even how to live on this planet. And then when the when uh, on on the on the on the on the notice of the least symptom, they run to the emergency room and sacrifice themselves on the altar of allopathic medicine. Mm. That is what they do. They have no clue. You are eating is all natural. Do you know anything about modern nature? What do you know about modern nature? Nothing. Do you know what modern nature is? Do you think the plants that are there, they, are, they, 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 they exist to serve you? They exist because they have a life of their own. And if you want to eat some of them or part of some of them, common sense requires that you use good judgment in selecting the parts that you have to eat or to selecting the plants that you have to eat. If not, there will be repercussions. The acids that they have, the poisons that they have, will be in you. And while some of them, if they are stuck in you, if you don't have the reversal technique, well, you will die a slow and painful death. They don't care. They predate human existence. Therefore, they were there before you were born. 
and they will long be there after you are dead. Therefore, who are you? Re use your common sense, your scientific knowledge to choose the right foods and the foods that have fewer health disruptors. There are no perfect foods out there. But choose the ones that have fewer, world, fewer health disruptors so that you produce enough enzymes to process these fewer health disruptors so that you are healthy. That is how it is done. Did you know that, Dr. Nardi, when you uh, type in health disruptors on Google, they don't even have a definition for health disruptors? It doesn't even... It doesn't even exist on the Internet. And, you know, some people, they say, well, if I can't find it on the Internet, it don't exist. So can you please tell me what a health disruptor is? Well, health disruptor, that is the invention of symptometry. I coined the term health disruptor. I coined it. <laughs> okay. Health disruptor, you see, I am not waiting. I am not waiting for the world to make a move before I make a move. If the world has not made, made a move, that is their problem. I'm forging straight ahead, full throttle. If, if you want, join me. If not, stay back there and cry. That is how <laughs> it is done. The word health disruptor, I coined it. And it is now part of the fabric of symptometry. A health disruptor, as the word implies, is what disrupts health. It disrupts health by preventing a person from becoming healthy. It's denying health. That's why it's called a health disruptor. It could be a microbe. It could be an acid. It could be poison. It could be negative emotions. It could be negative energy. It is huge. It is a huge field of health. There is a huge field of health disruptors. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So that's what health disruptor is. So you going on the internet to find all this? Well, it's too early because give yourself a few more years because all this. Remember the uh, the the. the, uh, the, the, the compilers of dictionaries are, are in the Library of Congress. They are going through the various copyrights, and they see, they, they've seen my work, and they are getting a few terminologies already. And they've gone to the trademark, they've gone to the, tra the trademark uh, uh, commission uh, in, uh, in Washington, D.C. They've seen the, 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 the technical terms, that have been trademarked, and this is how they are. They will, this how they will, This how they are going to enrich the Webster's dictionary in the next edition. Mm. So, if they have not seen health disruptor now, well, let them be healthy and let them hang around so that they don't die too early, so that they will see health disruptor enshrined in the dictionaries. Woo! Health disruptors, baby. You better understand what is a health disruptor. That's right. And because you ain't never, that's why I said symptometry is the best health care you've never heard of. It's the best health care you've it, it, never heard of. So don't, and, and, and don't be so gullible to think that 
the uh, the internet has got to be your number one source of information to tell you and say, hey, come look over here. I put it on the internet. So if I can't find it on the internet, it ain't real. There's a whole bunch of things you can't find on the internet that's that's very, very real. But I digress. Let me go back through this refrigerator some more. Um, let's go back up through the refrigerator, Dr. Nardi, and let's look at uh, let's look at, well, you know, a refrigerator got to have some almond milk in it, and it's got to have some orange juice in it, and it's got to have some, um, some Kool-Aid, and it's got to have some soda, and I know I got to have a good six-pack of beer and a good and a nice bottle of red wine. How 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 are those things affecting my peace and harmony in my house by having those things in my refrigerator? Um, beer, red wine, orange juice, Kool Aid. Kool Aid will make Kool Aid is uh, Kool Aid will not. Um, it will not make you angry, but Kool-Aid will, will have, has a tendency to make a person very hyper because of the amount of uh, sugar, strong sugars in it. You know, it, it has a tendency to make a person hyper. So as far as Kool-Aid is concerned, I will not, uh, I will not, I will not class, I will not add it to um, the enzyme the natural uh, group like uh, orange juice, beer, and red wine. Uh, red wine is good, especially if you have a, the most expensive one and it's very classy and you have a cellar and you've, you, you've kept all these uh, different different wines in a cellar. You know, it, it shows how classy you are. Classy in the sense that uh, you don't know uh, anything about, about wine. You know that one is alcohol, and alcohol denatures the enzymes. So you'll be able to function properly only up to a point. And if you have diabetes, and you wonder why your diabetes cannot be cured, and you don't want to part, part ways, part company with your, with your red wine, well, it looks like uh, your chances of dying of diabetes will be very high. So I will leave it there as far as red wine is concerned. Beer. If you have an addiction to beer, let us know so that we so that we cure this addiction or addiction to red wine. Uh, but if uh, you feel that uh, uh, you want to continue with that, well, um, uh, uh, some of your enzymes will be denatured and you'll not be able to produce uh, serotonin. So there will be a connection between beer, wine, and anger. There will be a connection, you know. Uh, um, and uh, if, if sometimes, sometimes, sometimes to uh, one thing I've observed too about beer is uh, is not anger. We have a subtle, we have a subtle, um, a more subtle um, uh, weakness, uh, which is um, impatience. Impatience. People are very impatient. You see, people are at the red light and they are honking. The light is red. You are honking. Where are you going? You want to climb over all the cars? <laughs> you know, you see, impatience, and they call them type A personality. Well, these are, these are psychologists who have never cured a single disease in their life who just keep giving different names, type A, type A personality. Uh, if the person uh, stops drinking beer, stops denaturing their enzymes, and then they learn to produce enzyme templates and enzymes, they will produce, and then they learn to eat the foods that have feline alanine. They will produce serotonin, 
and this will not this will not this will not occur. Orange juice, orange juice, orange juice makes it very difficult for a person to heal, very difficult because it acidosis, it produces acidosis, and acidosis denatures enzymes. Everything we need in the human body requires enzyme building, enzyme formation. And without enzymes, you cannot achieve anything. If you cannot, if you cannot achieve anything, tell me, what is your purpose on this planet? What is your mission? What is your purpose? Just come and then hang around, cause a few trouble here and there, and that's it, and then suffer from a chronic disease and die? If this is what you think your mission is, then I am sorry, you have to do better. Thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, whew. Well, hey, I better get over into the freezer or or, or look into some of the meats. Uh, I got some hamburgers in my I got some hamburgers in my refrigerator, and I got um and and I may even have some um some some shelf bread in there. You know, some good old Marita. Some Marita light bread, you know, I got that in there too. Now at this, yes, I'm gonna just cover the hamburgers, and of course I might have some 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 sausages in there, some pork some pork link sausages. Uh, are those? Ice cream oh, ice cream sandwiches. Now, Doctor Abbott, I don't know why you had to throw somebody's ice cream in there. Let's just skip to the ice cream. We'll let them keep the hamburgers. I ain't saying that it's it the hamburgers. And shelf bread are uh, a- approved, or we co-signing that. But let's talk about the ice cream sandwiches because a lot of households have children, and this summer it was very hot. And some of the parents want to take the uh, ice cream sandwiches and ice cream and the ices and all of that and give them to the children to cool them down, Doctor Nardi. What do you think about that? Well, to cool them down, to cool them down, when you realize that your child is always fatigued. There's a connection between strong sugars and fatigue. Strong sugars destroy a person's energy-holding molecules. If you don't have energy, how can you concentrate? You, you, you need concentration energy. You need focus energy. You need attention span energy. And you are not having all these things. And then you go to school the next day. There are some students who sleep halfway through the class. And then they, are, they rely on their best friend to, be, to give them their notes. Yeah? I mean, it's up to parents to know what is in ice cream. The federal government will not come and teach you what is in ice cream. That's your but, child. But know but what Dr. is in ice cream. But Dr. Nardi, on the picture, on the picture, it just says, it says, just lick it. He's got the little boy with the glasses on. He looks so cool. And he just licking the ice cream. He looks so happy. He got his hat on backwards. And he just he, he just licking the ice cream, just pushing it all in his mouth, Dr. Nardi. And you trying to what are you trying to say? Well, what I'm what, all, all I'm say all I'm saying is don't allow these illusions fool you. You see, this is one thing I like about the United States of America. The good, the bad, the ugly are all out there. If you don't use your good judgment to make the right choice, well, you have to pay a hefty price. Who's, 
who is, who is going to lose a child to vagrancy? Oh, he's not going to school anymore. Um, I drop out of a school, and then okay, they were all the, the parents will see the child get on get get on the school bus. Okay, once the school once the once the, the school bus reaches the destination, the child disappears. But the child was on bus on the bus. I made sure that the child was on the bus before I left. Yeah, but what is he? Well, he's not in school. Then what is he or what is she? A child cannot study. But you are forcing the child to keep going to school. You are forcing the child to keep going to school. What else do you expect? So don't, it's not because a child is licking, is licking ice cream that you also let your child lick ice cream. You know, I have a very nice way of teaching uh, my grandchildren uh, a lesson. I allow them to do what they want. <laughs> and then... When they are sick, I, I keep them company. So how is how do you how do you feel now? How do you feel? You see, I, okay. Next time, will you do it again? No. You've learned a lesson. The same thing I did with my own daughter when she was when she was much younger about ice cream. I told her I told her not to eat ice cream, not to eat ice cream, not to eat, not to eat, not to eat ice cream. Okay. And she insisted, and I bought her, I think, what, two or three uh, different cones of ice ice cream. That night, she could not sleep. And this happened many years ago. Until this very day, that daughter of mine does not touch ice cream at all. She learned a bitter lesson herself. If this is how you train your children, this is, this is how I train my children because I will not be with them when they grow up. I will not be with them in their apartments. I will not be with them in college. So I have to teach them to make the right judgment in my presence. And I succeeded. Why can't other parents do likewise? Because other parents want to set, they teach their children to satisfy their palates. That's, that's what's being taught. That is in America, that is the number one uh, remedy for marketing. You know how the marketing game goes. If you satisfy satisfy your palate, then we make money. The economy grows through the satisfaction of your palate. That's what's happening. There There are people who make money by telling the truth. What high symptometry making money? Symptomatic is, ma- is making money by telling the truth. And people love it. People appreciate it. People are very thankful for symptomatry. Why do you have to lie? Wow. Wow, y'all heard it. Symptometry is telling the truth. Why we got to lie? If you want to call in and have a comment before we get out of here tonight, the call in number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. Press 1 if you think your refrigerator needs a makeover. Matter of fact, your refrigerator don't need a makeover. Your refrigerator needs a takeover. You need to take over your refrigerator and get some of those contributors to the anger that's in your that's in your house. You got to go back to the root cause of where the anger is coming from. And a lot of it is the food that you are consuming. 
Dr. Nardi, can you give me a couple examples of what's in your refrigerator right now that keeps uh, keeps everything cool, calm, and collective in your household? What you got in your refrigerator right now? I have mango juice. I have guava, guava juice. I have pineapple juice. I have ginger beverage. I have ginger drink. The ginger drink is different from the ginger beverage. After after four days, the leftover becomes a ginger drink. So I drink that recreationally. I have turnip green. I have tilapia, tilapia stew. I have uh, yellow mustard. I have basmati white rice. I have sardine stew. I have navy bean stew. Mm. I have taro. Taro is a is a is a crop. Is a is a it's a tuba. It's a tuba. It's a kind of crop that is uh, that is uh, that is uh, 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 common in uh, tropical countries, and I buy mine from the Indian store. How do you spell that? T A R O. T A R O. And that the taro, and then I have plantain, and I have plantain, and. Uh, and that is what I have in my refrigerator right now. So mm-hmm. if people want to come to my house to come and party, they will be disappointed because that is only what I have. <laughs> well, can, well, can they? Okay, so let's say, let's say if they come over, can they bring? Can they bring? Can they bring some broccoli? And can they bring some uh, some celery or some black eyed peas? Is that okay? Or some um, yes, uh, yes. Because you asked me what I ha- what I have in my refrigerator right now. That's what I have. Next week, next week, you know, I I I, I live by the forty five foods, you know. So next week will be different, you know. So I help my wife to do the cooking. You know, she does she does the stew. I do I do the rice or I do something. I do the taro. I do something else. You know, that's how that's how we work together. You know, now how so do you? This, this, this is this is for this week. So, and then next week we don't know. Okay, now this is a big question too because I've been talking to my vegetarian friend, and she has um, she has had some heart palpitation problems. She's been in the hospital, and um, she was she was and she was going through something with her heart. Her heart was beating more. Than a uh, hundred times, a hundred times per minute. That's and correct. She said that. She says, "Well, tachycardia." Uh, say that again. Tachycardia. Tachycardia. That's right. That's right. That's right. And she said that. Well, I'm afraid of the transition. I'm afraid of the transition because I don't think my body wants meat. So. How does because I know if my heart is beating fast, that's gonna probably cause me to have anxiety, and I'm gonna start pumping excess adrenaline because I'm gonna be afraid. Is that correct, Doctor Nardi? Is that how that works? Yeah, well, well, well. Let her know. Let her know. You know, if she's coming to to, to root cause therapeutics, first we we'll have to tell her why her heart is beating very fast. There are two reasons. Either the heart is very weak. Either the heart is very weak or the SA node, the, the the natural pacemaker in the in the upper chamber of the heart uh, is very congested. It has to be ionized. So this has nothing to do with a transition. Mm. So ionization in the transition for cleaning out the refrigerator, cleaning out the heart, 
ionization comes first. You're not able to that, just that is that is correct. That is correct. Yes. So lack of ionization that can all could 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 that make you angry or upset or indifferent? That is correct because there are many people there are many people who were not able to produce serotonin because their liver was so was so congested, so their liver could not convert phenylalanine to tyrosine, so that tyrosine is converted to serotonin. So their liver was massively congested. So ionization is very important in helping to restore this balance and the production of this neurotransmitter. Mm. Now I remember you told me a long time ago, you said uh, when we're moving from the way we used to think about how we eat and moving into a new lifestyle of root cause therapeutics and nurturing and timing and frequency and dosage, I think you said uh, from one paradigm to another paradigm transition. Can you, talk about, can you talk about the importance of not rushing, you know, and how I, I think a lot of times people think that if they want to embrace a symptometry type of lifestyle, they have to do it overnight. Like they come in no. and today and then they got to they gotta stop being a vegetarian by tomorrow because I, I just bought all this food, Dr. Nardi. You want me to throw it? No, what? no, no, no. No. Uh, we, we talk about transition and uh, uh, sometimes even, uh, even the um, the, the the cooking show, the, some of the cooking shows, that like delicious cooking show, is mostly for people in transition. Uh, the the rules are not rigid. The rules are not rigid. You know, you are used to eating a certain way. What we are telling you is now know the dangers in what you are consuming. Once you know the dangers in what you are consuming, you can start reducing the number of times you consume these foods. You, know, you, have been consuming, you have been consuming spinach almost every day. Now, all right, you know what is spinach, and then you know the connection between the spinach and your, your, your bladder stones, your kidney stones, and so on and so forth. So what we want you to do now is, since you now know the consequences, you reduce your consumption of spinach to about three times a week. That is how it is done. And then, as far as other lifestyles are concerned, you make sure that you understand the process so that you do it that gradually, gradually, gradually. You may make mistakes. That is all right. But you do that gradually, gradually, until six months to a year before you transition into symptometry entirely. Mm. So, like the song say, take your time, do it right, you can do it, young man. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Dr. Abbott, are you sitting over there in the cut just chilling? What do you want to add in about this refrigerator uh, housing a bunch of anger? What are some of your suggestions before we get ready to go tonight about uh, uh, purging the refrigerator? How do we purge the refrigerator, in your opinion? What are some of the things that you did to purge your refrigerator when you were crossing over to symptometry? Well, you know, I was I was already looking for a way out because what I had been doing, and I and and the and the you know the, the meatless diet, the 
all the, the specialized diets that, and, and lifestyles that I had been engaging in, you know, around health for, for many, many years were not resolving that, you know, that intense sciatic pain that I had. And that was the almonds, the nuts, you know, the, the spinach, kale and 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 uh almond milk and things of that nature. Those things were in my refrigerator. And I thought that I was doing great by, you know, doing the, the blueberries and the uh, raspberries and things like that to tonify my chi. And all of those things came out of a specific system, but they did not address the cell blockage based upon the health disruptors that were in the foods that I I was consuming. Nor did we look at how the heat, how heat played a vital role in all of this and how cooking is essential as opposed to just eating things in their natural state and raw state because, as Dr. Nardi said previously and as we've said on this show many times before, there are health disruptors that are softened by heat, by the heating process. So in my refrigerator, I'm a advocate and a student of symptometry, and we're forever learning. So what you find in, in the 45 food list, that's what you're going to find in, in my refrigerator. And, um, and that's the way that... And that's the way that it has to go, because okay. even you know, even if you have hamburgers or what we call bison or or anything like that, it has to it has to be heated, cooked. Um, Doctor Nardi, I want you to speak one time on leftovers, because that's one thing we keep in the refrigerator is uh, leftovers and different ways that we store foods in our refrigerator. Sometimes we put them in the styrofoam because we went to the restaurant, and they brought them home, and they had them in a styrofoam box. Sometimes we store some things in Tupperware and plastic. Sometimes we wrap them up in aluminum foil. Sometimes we wrap them up in uh, saran wrap. Sometimes we keep them in glass. Does does the way we store leftovers in the refrigerator have anything to do with uh, regulating <clears throat> our temperament? and how we feel about ourselves or our partner or our family members? Yes. Uh, many many people suffer from forgetfulness, and uh, aluminum plays a, a major role in this. So uh, this is why when you get when you, when, when you go when you go to when you go to a restaurant and you have not been you have not been able to finish your food and then you ask to, to you ask for a container to take it home make sure that it is something that is in. Uh, I, I, if you are going to use uh, uh, aluminum foil, uh, I will not recommend it. Styrofoam, styrofoam uh, 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 container is much better, uh, so that uh, as soon as you get home, you transfer it into a glass, uh, into a glass container or a glass bowl or something before you keep it in the refrigerator, so that uh, there, there's no cost contamination. From uh, from from uh, the, the foil, or from the styrofoam, you see, all these things, the material that are used to make all these products, they, they are very they, they are good in the sense that you know they are they are quickly disposable, 
but are they biodegradable? Well, it, it, it takes some time. It takes some time. And for this reason, you will not like something that is not biodegradable to get into your system. So transfer that quickly into a glass bowl, into a glass plate, and then cover it and put it in the refrigerator. But when you are about to eat it, make sure, make sure that you heat it because there is always, there are always heat-sensitive microbes on the leftovers. If you don't heat it and you eat that, you may end up with a sore throat. And a sore throat can be, can, can be caused by different, different microbes, including streptococcus. So that is how I recommend that leftovers uh, and be dealt with. Thank you. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you. <clears throat> thank you, Dr. Nardi. And thank you, Dr. Abbott, as well. Um, I'm getting ready to go through there and look through my, well, my refrigerator is pretty much the same way. I'm going to the farmer's market tomorrow, Dr. Abbott, and seeking out get my lamb and my fresh uh, wild-caught tilapia up and uh, some different types of my turkey sausages, and I got to get me some a big bag of basmati rice, and my green peppers got to be on deck. I definitely didn't want to uh, go through the show, too, Dr. Nardi. Can you talk about the importance of having pineapple and green pepper in your refrigerator to produce a happy home? Oh, yes. Um, uh, pineapple, you know, the, you know the importance of pineapple, because especially, especially eating pineapple before a meal, you know. That gives you very good appetite. You don't need you don't need wine. You don't need wine to give you good appetite. No, you just need good glucose, uh, glucose from fructose, or fructose from pineapple, uh, um, uh, prepares you for a good meal and then enhances your appetite. And uh, the, uh, the bell pepper is is for is for sugar, uh, is for sugar regulation, you know. And the chromium in it is very very important uh, for bell pepper. Uh, many people do not have enough chromium, and uh, and uh, they eat foods that that do not have chromium at all. So it's always make it's always good to make it a point to add green bell pepper uh, to your food in order not to enhance the flavor per se, but in order to uh, uh, make it impossible for you to develop uh, diabetes in the future or sugar regulation problem. Thank you. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you. Dr. Abbott, I'm going to let you get the word on a nice cold slice of watermelon in your refrigerator. Does that make you happy thinking about a nice uh, cold slice of seeded watermelon in your refrigerator? Well, I tell you, Coach Guy, you know, the watermelon is is fine, but I, I, I'm, I'm more of a uh, mango guy. You know, so mangoes, mangoes work well for me. And um, you know watermelons are, are good, but they they do have water rings in them, so they can they 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 can make us hold on to a, a bit more water than we want to, and especially when you want to keep your salt form. So, uh, but but nonetheless, it is it is a, a healthy a healthy fruit um, as you know as well as the other fruits that we recommend the. Uh, papaya and the uh, guavas and and 
uh, uh, other food as well, the uh, avocados. All right, so, all right, all right, all right. Now, but now you know, avocados is where I make my is where we normally make our uh, what's that green mix? What do you call that? Your um, what is that mix that you make that you get at the at the Mexican restaurant, Doctor Nardi? I know you was at the Mexican restaurant the other day. Doctor Abbott told on you. What's the what's the what's the green mix that you get that you make from avocados? Um, well, I, I, maybe it's something that I've not tried yet. I don't know what is it. <laughs> what is that? Oh, um, um, oh, I had it in my I had it in my in my uh, guacamole, guacamole, guacamole. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, that is a dip. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. Now that I think now. Well, golly, I, I I went the whole show and didn't say nothing about the corn. I'm going to just say, what about the corn chips in the refrigerator before I get off the show? What about the corn chips I got in the refrigerator, or maybe even the, the cereal that's that's corn-based, or any of the high-fructose corn syrup uh, products that are in probably 98% of the refrigerators around the country? I, I, just, I just stay away from that because, you know, Hey, it took me it took me a long time to reverse all these conditions that I used to suffer from. I don't want to go back that road again anymore. I don't want to go down that route at all. Mm. But I mean, can you just give me just a little uh, specifics of how corn um, uh, engages you in 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 your temperament? How because I know it's the enzyme. I know it depletes the enzymes because it takes so many enzymes to digest, but how how do I relate or can I relate corn directly to anger or low levels of, of peace and happiness in my life? Uh, no, corn has not distinguished itself among all these. Uh, even though it's a devil's food, uh, its devilish nature has not extended to the to temperament. No. Okay, okay, okay. It is it just contributes on a, on another manner all by itself. Exactly. Yes. Okay, okay. All right. Well, uh I have had an amazing time tonight. I had fun. I definitely appreciate it. I gotta go clean out some other people's refrigerators and I hope this show was very helpful to some people. Um as a matter of fact, not just some people but to the world. Because a lot of the pictures that I showed of refrigerators had a lot of things in there that are not necessarily healthy but we're just satisfying our palates or they look good so um if you have any questions and you want to do a um how would i if you want to do a refrigerator scan with some someone from a live symptometrist you can get in contact with dr uh charlie abbott at 336-456-9183 or you can call headquarters and make an appointment 708 Six nine one four nine seven seven. You also can visit the website symptometry dot com. That's s y m p t o m e t r y symptometry dot com and symptometry of North Carolina dot o r g. Is that correct, Doctor Abbott? Yes, yes it is. And they will do a complete refrigerator scan for you. And I know some of y'all it may be a little harder. So if you're in the Atlanta area. You can just call me and leave me in your kitchen for 30 minutes, and I'll take care of it. When you come back in there, um, don't you have to worry. I know some of you all are attached, 
you are attached to some of those things you put in there. So call me on your next trip. Don't call me when you just get back from the grocery store. Call me when you're on the way to the grocery store. But I highly recommend ordering the book, What to Consume. Order the book, What to Consume, from symptometrybooks.com. Symptometrybooks.com. I highly suggest getting whattoconsume.com, the 45 safest foods on the planet that have the least amount of health disruptors. Please share this show with someone so they will be able to know about health disruptors and why we don't need the extra minerals. Your body's been operating fine for millions of years off of 26 minerals. You don't have to satisfy your palate and bring in extra minerals like it's going to give you some other superpowers because bringing in extra minerals sometimes is bringing in extra problems and extra hassles. Is that right, Dr. Nardi? That's correct. That's correct, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I thank you all for joining me tonight. Dr. Uh, uh, Abbott, do you have any last words for us before we get up out of here? No, just uh, visit Centometry.com and the American School of Centometry.org if people are interested in learning about Centometry and they like what they hear tonight they where they can learn it for themselves and uh, you know look forward to being on this show again with you coach thank you very much i look forward to having you back dr nardi do you have any parting words uh or announcements before we get out of here oh no um just just stay focused on the scientific eating and scientific living and then uh, if you want to transition to scientific eating and living don't make it too hard on yourself you know, take your time and learn the ropes and then uh, give yourself about six months to a year to to complete the transition because there is no way you can have, uh, uh, you can eat raw food and eat, uh, uh, be a vegan and all that and then cure all your diseases, including a, a, a rapid, rapid heartbeat. You know, you cannot do that. It is only through ionization. But before you start ionization, you have to start scientific eating and living and then do that gradually, gradually, gradually until you are ready for uh, ionization and proper scientific living and eating. So we are ready for you, but we are not rushing you. Thank you. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to end with the definition of health one more time and some of the key words. Health is the reward that the totality of our cells bestows on a person who aligns the desires of their mind with the needs of their cells. I think I may do a, do a whole show on the definition of health. Dr. Nardi, you might want to get ready. You got two weeks for you and Dr. Abbott to get, to get ready. We're going to do a whole show on the definition. And we're going to come through this entire definition and pull apart these words like, reward and totality and sales and align and desires and why it's important to de- align the desires of your mind with the needs of your cell. That's a very cleverly crafted sentence you have there. And I think that's going to be something that's very worthwhile and worthy of us exploring. So that's going to be our topic in two weeks is what is healthy. I think a lot of people have their own definitions. They got all, they got so many. How many definitions do you think there are of health out there, Dr. Nardin? <laughs> well, it depends on the person's perspective. It depends on the person's mood. It depends on the person, the, 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 the school, the person attended and everything. And 
if you cannot cure a disease, this means that your your definition is useless. Mm. If you cannot <laughs> cure disease, go ahead. It means your definition is useless because a definition helps you to achieve an objective, and you cannot achieve an objective. So what what of what of what use it is, is it? Wow. Mm. Well, there we go. We want y'all to stop having useless definitions, and and it's not a competition. No, a lot of people are thinking, oh, well, there's so many things out here, and all of them are claiming to be right because they're all trying to get in your pocketbook. We're trying to save your life. We're trying to save your life, so we're not trying to string you along. This is not a program where you should be taking particulates for the rest of your life. No, we want you to. We want to introduce you to a healthy lifestyle, show you and educate you on how to uh, align your desires with the needs of your cells. And then you will be okay and be able to uh, teach that to your children, your neighbor, and your community, and we can heal the planet one person by one. I thank all of you for tuning in tonight to the Coach K Show, Symptometry Night, best health care you've never heard of. Please visit the site, symptometry.com and symptometrybooks.com, and I'm going to catch you all. Oh, and tomorrow night we're going to be talking about sex. Tomorrow night, we're going to be talking about sex over on Man Leads Radio, Sex Life. That's right. So catch me tomorrow night at manleadsradio.info, manleadsradio.info. Bring a friend, and we'll talk to you all next week. Make sure you stay happy now. Peace.
that's what you want. 